Hello? You know you for this. Bitch, what? Let me tell you what happened. All these niggas in my DM, they be capping. I'm laughing, but I'm sick of this shit. Yeah. Let's start a podcast to talk about it. Let's give them something they can relate to yep. Made for the ladies but niggas can listen to Talk about experience, give advice Don't, Don't forget, forget to follow us and subscribe When you think you're doing the shit right um, You always end up doing something wrong You but look anyway, good while you're miming though you, You're an excellent mime Excellent uh, Thank you so much. So we're going to go ahead and allow our special guests to introduce themselves. And in your introduction, I just want you to tell them about some of the things you have going on. You don't have to get too personal, but if you have any um, brands or any businesses or anything you want to promote, you could go ahead and do that now. And I'm going to start with you, Dale, then Tim, and then um, Dre. How are you guys doing? I'm uh, Del Brereton, the brown skin assassin, shooting ever passing. That gorilla Wait, training what? on Instagram. <laughs> That's what I said. The brown skin assassin, shooting ever passing. And, uh, you know, I, 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 she told me to do a plug. Check it out in the minds of men. It's 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 written for the brothers, but sisters, if you want to figure us out, written by me in the in the minds of men. I'm here just to hang out with the, with the brothers and the sisters today and see what we're doing. Where can they purchase um, the book? Amazon. Okay. In the, is there in the minds of available? Man. Say it again. Is, is there, there an ebook available? Mm-hmm. No, you got to buy the paper copy. You got to put it in okay. your house, put it in the library. You know, you know, black book, no want to read nothing. But you know, go get the paper copy. <laughs> well, I like to read. I'm looking for additional books to add to my collection. So I'm definitely going to be checking that out. All okay. right. Uh, Tim, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Yeah, what up, people? Um, Tim Clinton. Uh, got a couple books out. Um, uh, clothing design owner. I just uh, opened uh, my own mortgage company um, a couple weeks ago uh, as well. But if you want to know about me, go to my website, timdclinton.com. Um, you can follow me. My name is the same no matter where you go. All right, Dre, go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay, you know, I'm feeling around this thing. I'm Andre. Um, I don't know what else to say. I guess, you know, for the people that, that do follow me, I own True Financial Services, uh, the real estate investment stuff, you know, all that, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right, so we have three great black men that are doing some wonderful things as it relates to their brands and careers and so forth. So, we are going to get into our hot topic of today, and then we're going to discuss our main topic. And of course, unless you've been living under a rock, you guys have basically... Hey, that's funny, rock. <laughs> All right, you'll get it later. You'll get the joke later. But we're gonna, <laughs> as our icebreaker question, we're going to talk about Jada, Will, and Chris well, Rock. Bye, mama. Okay, so the question is, okay, who do you think was wrong in this situation or how do you feel about it? Now, I know, you know, some people don't give a damn one way or the other because they don't really 
follow a lot of entertainment, but because it is a podcast, we do like to talk about some of the hot topics. And I think we could pull a lot from this situation. Now, this is not designed to like belittle or degrade anybody, but you can share your honest opinion and you know, I'm not going to judge you. I might argue with you, but I'm not going to judge you. So anybody could jump in first. Like, what do you think about the actual incident? Not anything leading up to it, but like the actual smack. Like, do you feel like Will was right? Do you feel like he was wrong? Do you feel like Chris Rock was right? You know, however you want to start wanna it jump off. In, I want to jump in first Go because ahead, I don't want to say nothing after somebody else spoke. It makes it sound like I've insulted somebody on this panel specifically. But I've said something on my social media and I've called it the soft Negro narrative. The soft Negro oh, narrative oh is- Lord, here now. <laughs> I'm gonna blow a whistle on myself. The soft Negro narrative is the concept that this is a this is a situation between black man versus black man, a black man assaulted a black man. I call that the soft Negro narrative because that individual that sees it like that sees himself as the slappy and not the slapper. Uh, and okay. therefore, he can never identify his masculinity as defending a black woman by slapping the smack out of a fool who insulted her. There's three okay. things that are sacred. Can't talk about nobody's mama. You can't yeah. talk about nobody's children. And you cannot talk about anybody's wife. And Chris I Rock, agree with you on all that. And I'm sorry because you all bro. But go ahead. This, this is my thing with it. I, I call it the soft Negro narrative. Now, don't 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 fall into that. I didn't call you out. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you why. This is my thing, and I'm gonna agree with you partly about that soft Negro narrative. Because what about the other hundred? We 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 can use certain language and curse a little bit, right? Yeah, so it's about, called beast. Let me tell you what. <laughs> what about the other hundred niggas that had something to say about Jada? That had something to say about Will? That had something to say about the marriage? What about the 50 cents? What about all the other comedians that he's been in the room with that he saw post online and say stuff about Jada? He didn't walk up and slap them. He went, he slapped Pookie. He slapped Skinny Pookie because Pookie, Pookie is not in his weight category. Pookie need to know, don't no, so that's what I'm saying. out so of your weight category. Me, I took it as you want to pick the weakest person that you had issue with to slap him. Because he, he, he certainly wouldn't have slapped anybody that would have got on his ass on stage. It made Will look real weak to me because you ignored all the other people. You ignored all the other 55 people that probably could get on your ass, but you want to play tough against Pookie. You remember Will was Muhammad Ali now? That was a movie. <laughs> yeah, but he actually had to do some some training. And let me add some context to that. It wasn't necessarily that something was said because Regina King, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I didn't sit and watch, she made reference to their marriage as well. I think when they talk about the entanglement and stuff, they have been pretty graceful about that. But this specific thing was about her appearance and because Regina she was suffered talking about Will though. Regina was talking about Will. I mean, and, and that might be true, but even still, this particular comment was about her physical appearance and about her hair. And I'm going to tell you where I had issue with, regardless of what Jada has done, regardless of Chris being a comedian, this black man has created a whole movie documentary about black women's hair because his daughter was self-conscious about her own hair. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody hasn't watched it. 
you know, and are unaware of that. So for him to even criticize her hair, whether she had alopecia or not, was very, it was in very poor taste. I don't think he criticized the hair. He made a joke about G.I. Jane because in the movie, G.I. Jane was bald headed. He didn't make a joke about black okay, but hair. Or hair. Was, he, he but he was talking about her hair because she was bald headed. Have we all seen G.I. Jane? Yes. Yes, we've sure. seen it. Was Demi Moore's hair not cut? Yeah, it was, but when no first of all, as a black woman, our hair. No, 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 no. This is my show. This is my show. Okay, I'm gonna say this. As a black woman, because there, even though we identify similar, similar as black men and black women, there are things that are separate that you can't identify as a black woman, just like I can't identify with you as a black man on certain things. Okay, as a black woman, our hair. And any woman really is our crown of glory, but it's more sensitive for black women for how we get criticized about it and for her to have to shave her head, not as a style, not as a statement because of a health condition, meaning that her hair may never be the same as it was before. And then to be publicly criticized about it and the history Adina, of that's not him it. criticizing that's not her before. Say that's that again. Enough. Because it's not that she's bald headed. It's not that she mm -hmm. has alopecia. Is that you called out a man's wife who's why he was sitting right there? That has alopecia while he's sitting right there. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. Okay, so you, I get you as a man I'm now, you're sitting show. next to your wife. But as a man, as a man, okay, I, I can't speak for a woman like she said. I don't know anything about a woman. But that same woman ought to look at her man all the other times that he gave everybody else passes. 50 Cent made cracks about certain stuff. He's been in a room with 50 Cent, laughed and giggled. As a man, I can't respect the man that can pick and choose when he wants to man up. So you let everybody else get a pass that you would have to clash with, and you go after the one weak person that you know you can get away with it with. I mean, that, we like, can't say that Chris Rock is weak just because he didn't respond. Chris I think Rock he chose to big. use restraint. He's about this big. I've seen so Chris Rock in real life. But that doesn't Chris mean Rock, he's Rock weak. It don't matter. That don't mean he can't fight just because he's small. I mean, that's that, 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 yeah. Go so ahead and let Tim add in. So, oh, here I, you go. I'm, I'm cool with everybody's perspective, but I think that smack was bigger than that night. Yeah, uh, I absolutely don't um, believe that it had anything to do with the joke. I don't think it had nothing to do because number one, one thing we're not saying is when he made the joke, Will laughed. Now, they're trying to shift the goalpost to act like the laugh was supposed to be sarcastic before he, he snapped. It wasn't really that serious. I really think, and I hate to say it, I think he's dealing with something inner that was about, he got to that point where it's like, I am just about to snap. Because he thought it was funny at first until he looked at Jada and she didn't find it funny. That's right. So That's if we just—I mean, but as a, as a man, I mean, well, for somebody like me, say, I'm not saying say that I would expect. I, I I said for somebody like me, I'm shifting the perspective as a woman. I wouldn't expect my partner to get up and smack the person. You know, I think that was definitely extreme considering the circumstances. And it ain't even about, you know, being in front of white people. It was more about this is your night and you don't want this anything. This is his moment. To, right. That, that's the only reason why I disagree with him uh, smacking him, ruining your moment. Fuck them white people. But for me as a woman, I think 
any given situation, whether he was a comedian or a regular ass nigga, make a comment about my physical appearance in the presence of my uh, partner or my husband, I think one of us would say something, whether it was me or him, you know, because that was disrespectful. But you got it. You got it. We're dealing with Hollywood. We, we're dealing with professional Okay, it don't mean that you can't get disrespected just because you're a professional actor or yeah, you're don't mean you can't get held your ass to a kid. certain high standard. Yeah, Say but that again, we, we, we on TV. You can't get your ass whooped either. Yeah, but it showed I mean, to be honest, though, I think we're taking the disrespect way too far. It wasn't that far of disrespect. First of all, he didn't even know she had the, the illness. But you can't tell right. somebody what's disrespectful or not. That's just like if we check and if somebody say something about my daddy and my daddy has passed and you didn't know my daddy had passed and I clicked, you know, even though they might not be justified, sometimes people have a certain breaking point and we're mm -hmm. all human. We all are emotional at some point. Now, men are better at controlling their emotions than women, but every now and again, a nigga will, you know, snap and I feel like they have been, you know, on Jada very harshly for the past three years because of the August Alcina situation, which, you know, we kind of ran off with our own narrative. And, and that's none of our business, too. No, that's it, none it of ain't our none of our business. If Will Smith is willing to sleep, deal with his wife after she has been, she slept with somebody else, that's none of my business. But they wasn't together, though. And see, that's the thing. And uh, I think I sometimes, that. I, I mean, but that's what they said. And we can <laughs> only go off of what they said unless we have valid proof of something different. Okay? If they yeah, chose you, to sit down together and have that conversation. We're holding her accountable for sleeping with August, saying she's not worthy of being defended. Okay, but who was People Will calling her a hoe and all kinds of stuff right? because she slept with somebody else and her husband has no issue with it. So therefore, it's none of my business. That's his wife. It's not, I can't hold her accountable for something that her own husband is not holding her accountable for and then declare that him slapping Chris Rock is out of pocket because she's sleeping with other people. Listen, how many guys, if that situation was reversed, how many brothers are out there doing their own stuff behind closed doors in, in the public? No, they're, they're killing Jada for something that Will says, my wife never, never cheated on me a day in her life. That's what he says. And we're killing her for that. And we're and then we're saying that he has no right to take up for his wife when somebody right in front and of his even face if she did cheat on him and they decide to forgive each other and move that's forward, they don't give you the right to disrespect them and that's this their business. business. I, Just like Jay-Z and Beyonce, Jay-Z and Beyonce wrote three albums about his infidelity. Lemonade was Beyonce's, 444 was Jay-Z's, and then they have one together where they were still talking about the infidelity. They just chose to, you know, do it from a different angle. But Will and Jada sat down after he had been brought to light by August Alcina. They chose to have a conversation to give their side of the story, which everybody's entitled to, to have their side. is this side, this side, and then there's the truth. So people just chose to run with it because it was a woman caught up in a, a situation versus a man. I think that's all that that was. And then it devalued the idea of couple goals. You know, we all have these couple goals or couples that we admire, like Aisha and Steph Curry. Well, not everybody, but 
you know, the culture seem to admire Aisha and Steph Curry, Russell Wilson and stuff. And it, there are people that rejoice in the demise of relationships. See, we knew y'all wasn't all that when we found out a couple that we loved and adored or liked, you know, decide to part ways. Prime example with Megan Good and, you know, her husband. You know, Megan Good is being blamed or she was just too much of a hoe. that you can't save a hoe this, that, and the third for a mutual agreement of them no, that's divorcing. Fault. That's his fault, too. Because you, well, I can't you say your, you're fault. a pastor and you allow your wife to continue living a certain way and then you say you accept her and then you leave, that's your fault. You you got to go down shooting. You got to go down with the ship because that's no. your fault. You're the one who said she doesn't have to change. She doesn't have to adjust her dressing. You accepted all that stuff. And then when you saw her on the show having sex scenes with three different men in that show, three different men in one season, now you want to pull the plug. That's your fault, brother. That's your fault. Listen, exactly. I'm on this man of let live thing. Going back mm -hmm. to this, I never blame Jada for anything. The person right. I was pissed off with the most was August. Like on some real man stuff, man code. I wouldn't have brought it out. I wouldn't have said anything about it. What went on between me and Jada, that's our business. She went back to her husband. I'm going to keep it on the low. I don't care how I was in my feelings about it. Now, going right. back to the smack on stage, you saying about <laughs> the three things that you can't listen as a man. If another man ever slaps me, like open hand slaps me, like feels that he shouldn't respect me enough to ball this fist up and hit me, <laughs> that's a dec declaration of a whole nother type of situation. And what, like what Big Tim said, yeah, it's about a bunch of other stuff. How Will talked about in his book about how he felt like I never stood up for myself. I never, you know what I mean? Will basically said in his book, I've been a coward my whole life, and I'm tired of people treating me like that. I don't say that Will stood up for itself. And my biggest thing as a man is I don't care about what particular situation. As a man, you're not going to disrespect me. If it's on the internet, if it's in person or whatever. If you don't address all the other people that did it, if you give 50 Cent a pass or any other comedian in a pass, or if Wesley Snipes can go in there and say, my, beat Will, bitch ass, and he know it. You don't say nothing to none of these other people, but now I'm a big, bold man. I'm going to go slap this guy on stage, first of all, it was the wrong place to do it. It was the wrong time. It was the it was the exact right time to do it. You don't do it behind closed doors when he's cussing you on Main Street. Let me tell you something. If you know, if you know you on the peck, you low on the pecking order with a bunch of guys saying they're gonna whoop your ass, you're gonna whoop your ass, and then you get to Chris Rock, you say, wait a minute now. 50 Cent can talk, Wesley can talk. But boy, you can't talk. <laughs> you can't talk. That's a challenge. If I far. can't win with 50, if I can't win with Wesley, I'm still, as a man, I'm going to hold my own. You're going to beat my ass until you treat me like a bitch. But you're going to talk crazy to me. I'm not going to stand up as a man to them, but I'm going to go stand up as a man to him. It doesn't work like that. You can't pick and choose when you want to be a man and when you want to well, could it? Well, could it be that, you know, like, if you have a bad day and shit just piling up, people get on your nerves, and no. then the next motherfucker will walk by, you end up snapping on them. It Could was it the fact it was Chris Rock, and he said, that brother ain't about to be sitting here talking about me. He, <laughs> okay. he dissed me last year when he went on. Remember, Chris Rock last year was the only black person who went on the, he went on the Oscars, and he talked about Jada, and he talked about Will on the Oscars. He had an ass whooping coming for 365 days. And Why so when Will realized. Why did he address it then? That wasn't his moment. 
Sometimes, brother, oh. you gotta wait for your moment. Yeah, I gotta got do hey, it on national TV. I gotta do it when I can. You know what I mean? I I gotta do it where everybody can see it. Like if 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 Dale disrespecting me now, fuck the podcast. Let me hang up and go find Dale. I'm not gonna wait until we get in the room with 500 people and now I want to address you because now I'm I'm slick crying for help because I'm gonna do it where if we get into it somebody gonna hurry up and stop it. We won't be able to really hash it out as men. It was just it it I didn't respect it and all this I, I've been seeing women like if you're not coming like Will then no. I so and think, see I don't 100% agree with it because I think you need to pick and choose your battles and to me personally I understand why but me personally I don't think that would have been battles, huh? the best time or like to smack him maybe like stop playing with my motherfucking wife. Right. That probably would have been sufficient enough for me, but I'm also oh. the type of person that I be wanting all the smoke. So, you know, it, it it is a sticky and tricky situation, you know, because of the place and time, and because it was his moment, and it is being overshadowed, and it is a potential um, where he has to give the Oscar back and so forth. And now this situation, back. don't forget, Chris Rock apologized. Chris Rock apologized. Well, see, that has been brought well. Sources say no, allegedly he didn't apologize. That Chris he didn't Rock apologize. Apologize. A big dirty apology. Big apology. Where? Where? I have it on my Facebook. He play apologize. No, I and, and his team I, I'm not saying sure. he didn't apologize. The team didn't issue an apology. Chris Rock's team said that didn't Well, we much. do know that Will Smith did apologize because it was from his official Instagram. Yeah, and I understand in that moment, he did not apologize for his acceptance speech because it was one of those situations in my mind. It's like, I'm apologizing to y'all for y'all having to see it, but I ain't sorry for what I fucking did, you know? Because I have done that in certain situations where I had to correct the a motherfucker and I had to apologize to everybody who had to see me act out that way. But sometimes people can press your buttons to a certain extent to where you will click. And I'm not saying that he was right for doing it, but I understand why he did it. Even if it was because he felt like he was a coward or he got tired of people playing with him like that. Because then Laverne Cox later almost got it. <laughs> when she uh, talked about entang the entanglement um, in front of uh, Will and Jada at some other award show and people were kind of dragging her for bringing it up because it's like, when well, y'all gonna let this shit go? Like, that was years ago. They weren't. They said they weren't together. They decided to stay together. Couples do that all the time. So why is all it so time. abnormal? Because they're celebrities that, no, no. you know, you, you they had a break. You don't get a break, break for cheating because you declare a break. You don't call... Life is, life is not a football game. You don't call timeout on your relationship if you're married. That's, that doesn't work like that. Well, I mean, if they were legally separated, then that's, you know. At the end of the day, they chose to work it out. They chose that's to stay right. together. We, the public, we chose to keep dragging it on. My biggest yeah. thing and is- And they're going to keep dragging So how about this? How about we go out on a date? And how about we go somewhere? And since we got to pick and choose when it's time to man up, since we got to pick and choose and fight our battles, Let's go somewhere on a date and let's let one of these tough ass young niggas grab your ass. I'm let's see so how you feel. Sad. Let's see how you feel when I don't do nothing at that point. Because at that point, <laughs> you, you have, you you have no, but at that point, you have sexually assaulted me. So I'm defending myself. Oh, okay, how do I know okay. But that, let's that's the ass but grabbing back. You know what? Legally, black people, that you know is assault. You grabbed me. This? 
you know why black people are really upset about this because we have this this broken mentality that that love is is supposed to be always functional and and love is just a choice and and so what people what some people deem to be dysfunctional is functional to them like if they're not the example of black excellence what is really what is because they've decided to show their whole life to everybody they're living their life in in on main street in plain view and now we we don't have that cinderella story that romeo and juliet story we're seeing black love in action and we don't like it because we want some black level love. of perfection that doesn't exist no that's okay go ahead go ahead Tim. that's that's stage two that's not that's not by choice that's before it, it be exposed see we're trying to judge it on levels that we probably are on i don't know what people do or in the comment section, but we're dealing with hundred million dollar people. They don't get to pick and choose when to have a when when to have a bad day. We'll look like a fool, look like a big dumb. Right. But that doesn't mean they can't have a bad day because like they're also human too. No, because I mean that wasn't, some... no, human, that, that wasn't no human mistake. That was uh, that was mental. We'll need counseling. That wasn't. They ain't had nothing to do with. I mean, and, that, and, and that might be the case. Why are we trying to give it, everybody counsel? It still was a, a, we a all mistake. We all need it. We don't all need it, dog. And we don't know if he's already getting counseling. He felt like, nah, motherfucker, you gonna be the last motherfucker that try me. I'm. I'm I would be surprised if he slapped uh, Kevin men Hart. Don't, I don't. I'm sick of men thinking and men being told we need counsel. We don't need counseling. Since when do men need counseling? All of a sudden, Since we don't. Know. We don't even heal. We scar. And we put a tattoo on it and we tell you a story about it. We we don't go through well, that. That's, that's, what well, that's where I have we to disagree. That's what, that's what ladies do. That's what women do. Men don't do that. All of a sudden all of a sudden we gotta be we gotta be sensitive and they gotta be dragging us to counseling and we gotta have some some some, some individual it's never been how it works. You got to understand. Have, so do, do you go to the chiropractor? Absolutely. Do you go to the doctor? Since when, since when do you, did, did we start going to the chiropractor as, as, as a, a, a race of people? I've been when going to chiropractor. Going to get a line? I'm an athlete, so I've always gone to the chiropractor. I, I'm a I, competitive bodybuilder. So certain stuff, I'm, I'm a dude because that's what I have to do for my body. But right. certain stuff needs to be the norm. We have so much as a people, some of us, traumatic stuff from our childhood. So you see certain things in impoverished neighborhoods that other neighborhoods you won't see. Like my kids are suburban. I'm from South Memphis. So I've seen different things that they've seen. So some of this stuff may need to be addressed. There's nothing wrong with anybody going to counseling because having an outlet, somebody to talk to will keep a person that's worth a couple hundred million from getting up on stage Slapping somebody, hurting their career. Yeah, no, that's not I what they're saying. Problems, they're not saying some of us. They're seen. saying all of us need counseling. They're putting everybody in counseling, saying that the black man needs count. I don't need. No, counseling. I said we all do. I didn't say black man. Well, black as a collective, no, we don't need people. All of us don't need people, counseling. Need like counseling. All of us don't need a chiropractor. Well, I but, sure do. Well, I know I do. I need both, my back and my damn mind. Need we to we're trying to address a nigga that got a hundred million followers on Instagram. We need to stop. This man got a hundred hundred million. You know how many people he influenced? Can't have no bad day like that, right? Well, I mean, but that also makes you human too, because somebody like me, it makes me feel better. He didn't than have it. a bad day. He won. He won an Oscar. He went to an after party that day. 
He they smacked the fool talking to his wife real easy that day. He, he inspired black men all over the world old. that day. And he didn't have a right. right. Remember, I mean, excuse my language, but that was a pussy move. You know what I mean? Pussy. It was like that was a pussy move. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. But that's why it's based upon opinion because everybody have their viewpoint and different perspectives as it relates to what was right and wrong. And it's very nuanced. We can dissect the pill back, but we don't know what that motherfucker was thinking. (laughs) I blew the Um, whistle. (laughs) (laughs) We can say pussy up in here now. Okay. but I, I do want to move on because we can argue about this shit all night, okay? We could be pulling stuff out all night about the situation, but we can agree to respectfully disagree about this topic. I do oh, want to yeah. shift into... I, I know I know we want to keep talking about it, but I'm tired of talking about it. We've been talking about it since Sunday, and I usually don't go more than two days talking about, talking about shit all day. We, talk, we, we broke Yeah, because guess <laughs> what? My life ain't finna fucking change. My back account did not increase or decrease because, but and it's not sold like know. some t-shirts or some shit. Chris, Chris Rock. Because like, everybody want to hear what the fuck like, he got to say about that goddamn smack. You did Chris Rock a favor. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, in, bro. <laughs> so I do want to talk about dating in your 30s and beyond. Um, hmm. I am 37. I'm not sure if any of you gentlemen would care to share your age, but I have no problem with, you know, expressing I'm my immortal. age. Say what? I'm immortal. Okay, so you over 40. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah I'll be You get gray in your beard. You, I mean, you'll you be 43. Yeah. And Tim act like he's 67, but he ain't even 40 yet. You'll be 40 this year, right, Tim? Or 39. You'll be 40, 40. this year. Because you're, you're a Taurus like me. I think your birthday is like a week or two before mine. What's your birthday, bro? So, the 12th? I'm April 20th. Oh, okay. Well, mine's May 13th. So we got three Tauruses on this day. September thing. 25th. I'm born the same day as Will Smith. You're a Virgo. <laughs> I'm the sign of the cross. Oh, it all makes yeah. sense. It all makes sense. <laughs> September 25th. We're born the same day. Oh, that's why you all on his, uh, Hey, but just don't pick and choose when you let people pick on you, right? Don't let people pick on you for six months and then you decide. I've been whooping ass for years. Right. right. <laughs> don't, don't, don't pick and the I'm day undefeated. you want to stand up for yourself. Okay, but so met, we're, but I we're the right move one forward. Okay, so we're all about late 30s early 40s or whatever and we're all in the dating game for various reasons some of us have been married and divorced separated engaged never been married okay a uh, uh, a broad spectrum i know i'm the only woman but at the same time i can't speak to this topic so what is the oldest you would date and the youngest you would date Ooh, i'll go first okay so the oldest Depending on his energy, personality, and how he carry himself, I probably go up to like sixty. Uh, the youngest, at first I said twenty three, but then I dated enough, and I'm gonna say you gonna have to be like twenty seven, twenty eight, because usually the ones that I met around that age have a little bit, a little bit more mature mind, and I say that because. I'm not going to say age ain't nothing but a number because there are several factors that can determine a person's mindset, but I don't let that be the biggest thing in as it relates to who I'm dating because I've dated very immature older guys and I've dated very mature younger guys. So guys, what is the oldest or youngest you are willing to date? And be unapologetic about it, okay? Don't give a fuck about what these people think. Oh, man, I care a I'll say, I know, I'll say, you don't. I'll say fineness and maturity 
don't have an age. Okay. If you fine, you fine. Yeah, but sixteen ain't uh... legal. <laughs> is a different story. <laughs> yep. But, so but you comfortable... as far as going high, I'm, I'm talking about the upper end end of it. Uh-huh. If you fine, you fine. You know? Okay. And and in respect to the lower end of it, um, it's really about maturity, and mm-hmm. it's really about. Connection. I need a number. Hmm. Y'all you can give me a, your fake ass number. I, I, I'm not. I'm not going to be tabooed out here. I, I giving you a low end number. I'm <laughs> giving you that low end. But I, I'll, I'll say it's about connection and maturity. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I ain't going to drag you out your mama's house or your daddy's house. I ain't. I ain't going in there. Okay, but, so um, like if she's in her early twenties, but she lives on her own, and she either in college or fresh out of college, you know, kind of starting her career, you're open to no date her. I'm doing college. I can't do college. Okay, at, out of college, so that will be twenty four, twenty five. There you go, no problem. Okay, I mean that's not bad. She's a grown, she's a grown woman. She's living yeah, on her own. Yeah, by twenty five, we. Well, not all of us. Some of us have matured a whole lot in 25 mentally, but there are some women that are in their fucking 30s that still act like they absolutely 16. So, 40s. all right, Tim or Dre. Um, I'm never doing 50s or 60s ever in life. Um, Boy, okay, so what happens if you get married again? She become fifty. Make, see, make your lips walk. Fifty or one of the pictures out I can't go in the fifties or sixties either. Oh my gosh, I'm barely doing forties because, first of all, number one, <laughs> number one, the sex is is it's a, it's a little dated. Gets a little dated the older they get. Depends on who you're dealing with. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and they act a way. Uh, they keep old school principles when you're dealing with that, that women that are like 45 and up, and they want to be your mother. To be honest, in essence, and they try to, you know, they call you a uh, pumpkin. Do you want to go get a bite? <laughs> a bite? A bite to eat? You know, they say old but stuff. I, I- I give a lot of oh, names. I don't, wait a minute. I ain't done. I'm not done. So <laughs> if you really ain't my age, I don't I don't want no 45-year-old woman. You're done in about five years. So wow. 30s, I'm really cool with 30s, kind of like 20. I could play with the 20s, depending on um kind of what you said, Dale, like you know, the maturity level. Because to be honest, if you go too young. These kids, to me, is too damn internet. You get what I'm saying? Like, they allow the music, the shade room to develop their character. And so I'm a I'm a 90s kid. And so I'm still kind of play in between. Like, I, I, I can get with the new school. But if you if you just a trap music, you know, Nicki Minaj, <laughs> and, you know, you twerking and all of that, you I'm too old for that. I'm a professional. So mm-hmm. I can't I can't really have my woman out there like that, you know, especially and I be you know what you know D it amazes me when I see these high 30s, 40s women still trying to act like they 22, 23 years old, shaking that old ass in the club. Oh my god. Wait a minute, I still twerk from time to time. I'm 37. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me ask you guys a question. How old Tim, how old am I? 
44. Who else? 50. Great, great. <laughs> Damn it. 50 killed me. Yeah, 43, 44. We about the same age. D? I said 50. I don't know. I'm 52, 53. Hey. Let me tell you something. Hey. The baddest woman I've ever met is, was 54 years old. She had a body like a 20-year-old. Nobody could touch her. Nobody could touch her. How old was she? 54 years old. Nobody could touch her. Baddest woman I ever met in my life. I mean, I don't have so you, and 40, I'm telling you right now, a 45-year-old woman is acting like a 25-year-old woman because they're, especially if she's single, she's in the same culture as a 25, 30-year-old woman. She's in the same, she knows how to treat you better. She, know, she, she knows how to take care of a house. Listen, and those women are not built or any different than a 25, 30-year-old woman. No different. I'm not, let me tell you something. Don't, don't mess up yourself, boy, because up above 45, you you hitting you hitting the you hitting the, hey, the you hitting gold. <laughs> this a man. This a man's world. To be honest with you, you know the older she get, it stuff it just change. You know we we gonna have options as men forever. Women don't would not well, as long as you have money. No, <laughs> you don't need money. You don't need money. Yeah. Women like women like men that look like I'm men. Talking about like, they don't care if you're broke. They don't you care can't speak you. Oh, Let's so you date men? Got it. Nah, um, women like I'm, I'm men you. that look like men. They'll work with you if you're broke. If you look the right way, if you look the so, right some way, some will, work but not all. There's some will, but not all. Because I'm not no, dating a nail broke one. Now you ain't got to be super rich. You could be building towards something. But I dated uh, a broke one, and, and that's a no go. And, and more so, I mean, like mentality. More so than circumstance because things can change, you know, just like that. But if you have a broke mindset and you know you're not trying to save, invest, build wealth, and and stuff like that, then that's gonna be a problem for me at my age. Now, when I was in my twenties, you know, when I got married, neither one of us had a fucking job, and I didn't care about this shit because I felt like we could build together. But as the years progressed, we weren't building shit, and I'm like, okay. Some, that's, some a young, that's a young woman mentality because older women are more developed. They're more financially stable. They don't need a man for a financial come up. Young women. Well, no, I wasn't saying from a financial come up. No. I'm saying us collectively, you know, building together, you know, and that could look different for everybody else. Some people are okay with the man taking care of everything and the woman staying at home. Some people do 50-50 or whatever. You know, I just said I was more willing when I was younger to build from scratch than I am now. Not saying that I'm against it, but it has to be several factors that come into play. I'm not just going off of potential. I have to actually start seeing some results before I feel more comfortable with it. Most of the women I meet at my age they are stable. They have million-dollar properties. They have six-figure jobs. They're not interested in what I bring to the table financially. They're looking at a six-foot-seven, two hundred and seventy-five-pound chocolate man. Well, you six-foot-seven, ladies, ladies, six-foot-seven. You know they like the niggas over six feet. Man, that's what they're looking for. They're not looking <laughs> for. They're not looking at my bank account. They are saying, I have, "Do I have manners? Am I am I personable? Do I have a nice personality?" Am, am I in shape? Do I got all my teeth? They're not looking at that at this level because they're already established. They're set up. 
They're good. This okay, they, quick, they quick taking question, me bro. out. Quick question. Where do you meet these women? Canada. Come on up. I want to go there. See, Come on see, up, brother. Come on up. Lip, brother like, like you, you I'll get you on the auction, baby. I'll sell you, I'll sell you for a million dollars a month, boy. Come on up. So, bro, you telling me you, you, you telling me you you're gonna date an old 60-year-old? Hey, listen, listen. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with some of what he's saying. I've never okay. dated this, a sixty-year-old woman. This, this is me from my standpoint. Fifty-year-old woman, my brother, does not look like the fifty-year-old women that we used to think. I, they I, are I, in shape. That's true. But okay, me, me as a man. Okay, with with the age thing and all that about young and old. Like, okay, I'm forty-two. I got my shit together. I'm a homeowner. I got a couple cars. I got good credit. I got money in the bank. I'm a small business owner. Blah blah blah. These are all things that are factual. This is on my resume. So I definitely want to date somebody that can match me. Like if I move somebody in now, I don't need a woman to come in and pay anything. I don't believe in that 50-50 shit, but I want a woman that's able to hold her own. So if I got mine together, y'all got y'all together. You know what I'm saying? I look at myself like I'm a commodity. You know what I mean? So I, I shouldn't I shouldn't settle for anything. I shouldn't have to chase anything. Like I, I got a million shoes, but they workout shoes. I don't have shoes to run up behind no, no goddamn woman because the way I'm set up right now. So if I'm thinking about dating somebody, these are the things I'm thinking about. You know what I mean? I do, I like looks. I love a nice body. But can you can you meet me somewhere? Can you meet me half? You, have you know kids, what I'm saying? You yeah, I got, yeah, I got two daughters. You want more kids? <laughs> See, I don't want no more kids. <laughs> hey, so my age, I'll be forty-three next month. So I got Ooh. my girls. Both my daughters have the same birthday. So I got one turning eighteen next month and one turning seven. That's an right. eleven-year gap. So if I started yeah. now, I have a baby at 43, 44 years old. Right. I don't, I don't yeah. So you're not looking for a woman who necessarily is looking for kids. You're looking for a woman in her forties plus. I wouldn't say, you know, 40s plus. Well, I mean, there are some women that in the 30s like me, you know, that either have been married or have kids, you know, in a whether committed or however they had the kids not being married. Like, I, I'm i not taking kids off the table because I don't know who I would end up with. I'm open to it, but I ain't got to have no more kids. So if he don't want no more kids, I'm cool. If he does, I can give you one, you know, and we probably can do a series. <laughs> I got six kids, three grandkids. Four of my kids are adults. I don't want no more children. Well, I mean, you have six, so that makes sense, you know. And but however, if I get with a young one, I might have to make it number seven, baby, because hey, we can't okay, <laughs> that... stay, stay away, stay away from the young one then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I, I understand. Like, if you're casually dating, you know, and y'all having a good time or whatever, and it's understood that y'all having a good time, that's one thing. But if you're trying to be committed and have, and you meet a woman who has no children, she's going to want children, right? But there's right. some women that don't want to have children. They okay with being an auntie. They might say that. Hey, they might say that now. They ready to go to bed at nine. <laughs> no, but, but 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 let me hit you with this, Tim. At 53, I'm I'm the women that are attracted to me. Your mama is the mama. Let's say the mother is in her 40s. The daughter could be in her 20s and the grandmother could be in her 60s. All three of those generations are attracted to me based on how I look in my age and my age category. 
So I'm attracting women from 20 to 50 at my particular age group. And so, and, and they're impartial. They, they, they don't care how old I am. So when, when you have that, that yeah, now, I'm, I'm cool with, I'm, I, I don't disagree. I'm saying from the point of a woman, you, I'm, I'm okay. You can date whoever you want. This is a man's world. I, I don't disagree with you. But I'm saying when you start dealing with women that are in their 50s and they in their 60s, you got to start thinking long. 60s time. too high for me. Yeah, but you have to think about like our generation, millennials, we're not going to be the same 50 and 60 year olds as the ones that were before us. Like, because now if you look at 30, we kind of have more of a the energy of 20 year olds, even though so, uh, like me, I'm not trying to be 20 anything. Oh, but like from how true. I look and dress and stuff, you don't get that I'm 37 years old. You may okay. say early 30s, late 20s. Damn. So it's not going to be the same. Yeah, you're 52, right? Tell oh, her that it's not true. The women that grew up in the 70s look 100 times better than these kids look in 2022. It's true. You guys you yeah. guys didn't have satisfaction. We took, they took care of their bodies. These 50-year-old women are yeah. in shape. Bro, Where I'm seeing girls in college, they've never had kids. They got a pot belly. They never had children. They got bad diets. They worried more about their hair and their makeup. They don't yes. even go to the gym. They go get it a BBL. They yeah. want to get a BBL. <laughs> let me, Come on, let me, man. Let me, let, me, let me speak on this real quick. So, because he does, I'm, does I'm, it I'm back and forth between here and Atlanta all the time, right? So, I always go to an LA Fitness in Buckhead. Bro, when I tell you, it's a daughter and mother that I see in the gym on the regular. The mother is like 54. And the, the daughter is 20, 23, 24. Mm -hmm. First of all, excuse my language. The mother is so fucking fine. It's ridiculous. <laughs> this 50 plus year old woman is built up. I'm talking about six pants, thighs, every, killing most. The, the mother looks better than the daughter. And the daughter is mm -hmm. fine. So when I look at the daughter, I know this is what she's going to look like. When she hit this age, and I look at the mother and be like, this is what she looked at back in the day. But let's be real. That's kind of a rarity. You know what I mean? Where no, bro, like, that, I'm no, telling you it's not a rarity. Bad, bad choice of it's not a rarity, but... I'm telling you it's not. I'm telling you, 50-year-old women, 50 is the new 30. You heard it from me first. No. Um, <laughs> okay. You heard it from me first. Hey, hey, D. Hey, D. Yeah. So a couple of years back, right? You know, I, I I was talking to this. She was, I think she was around 50, 51. We had oh, now, now now he's saying now he's saying this. Now he's coming out. Captain. Yeah, I got a testimonial. So we had sex. We had sex, right? And it was the most old-fashioned sexual experience. I ever had. She was like, "There's too many instructions." Was she singing? Like, was she singing hymns? When she was <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we had a bad experience. Oh, hey, the views of these gentlemen do not reflect oh. the views of bitch ladies. Don't go there. What happened? Because I'm not having damn bitch coming by. If you didn't take up for us, it's too many instructions. Like I want to go to town one time. Lick my nipple, slow down, uh, turn the fan on, pull the cover <laughs> off. I'm like, golly, you so old. You need a security guard. It killed me. 
I, 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 I was like, you know what? But, but I Tim, we all have I social bet, I bet you got a snack. I bet you got an Uber ride. I mean, and I bet you she cooked for you, too, and sent you home. <laughs> hey, she came with all these clothes on with glitter. I was like, oh, my gosh. Just be naked. I don't. Mm -mm, it's too much. Well, she was trying she to was a, you, Tim. All she her needed was a was Pinterest bad. account. You should have worked with her. And, and worked do needlework. She probably had a crochet blanket. Hey, Who's we got now? You had you had a bad experience with the with the with the fifty plus year old. Now now That's understand. All. Now understand. Soon, hey, soon she, she probably was time. lying. She probably wasn't fifty. She was probably sixty five. <laughs> <laughs> didn't she was see 50. no ID, Negro. You didn't see no ID. Right. Okay, okay. Wait a minute. I have I have like more questions. I'm trying to see which one I want to ask. Um. Okay, I'm going to ask this one because it kind of stems from what we were talking about. Like, how is dating different for you after 30 than, like, in your 20s? Like, and you can talk about, like, your yeah, expectations of what you wanted initially. Like, has that changed or evolved as you got older? Mm -hmm. Like, I know for me, the shit that I was looking for at 20-something years old, I am not looking for now. Um, one of the biggest things was like the spiritual beliefs, you know, because I grew up in a Christian home. I was very heavy about that. Like if you didn't go to church, you didn't know the past and I couldn't quote a scripture. I wasn't messing with you. But now I'm a little way more open um, and receptive because I've met most of the guys I actually met. They were quality guys. They wasn't attending church as much as the ones that were quality and were trash. So uh, I use that as an example you know, for you guys to see if there was something that you wanted or thought you really liked in a woman or this is how my wife going to be if I choose to get married versus now. And then since you're 50, I mean, you didn't had a couple of decades um, to, to pass through. Um, is still on the table, but this, okay. is, this is one of the things that I, you still have to be spiritual, but this is one of the things I put on the table, though. When I was younger, I really liked those angry, stush women. Because in my mind, I like I like the angry and stush. You know that word stush? We use that word. Like like, I just like them standoffish. I like those girls. Attitude. Yeah, I like those attitude girls. Because I thought to myself, you know what? A lot of brothers can't get with this girl. If I can get this girl angry and stush like that, she I'm going to be good because I ain't going to have to worry about nobody else being able to get this girl. But what I realized after marrying two of them, is like two of them. <laughs> so you've been around the block more than once. You got to, some experience. Is I realized that you know there is there is some there is such a thing as the angry black girl syndrome. Most of y'all light skin, but there is such a thing as the angry black girl syndrome. <laughs> and and so I had to start changing what I like light skins, and I had to start looking oh at, at black women on uh, and women in general on a whole scenario. Where I had to be start instead of looking for complexion, because I grew up in the age where complexion was everything, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, Michael Jordan brought us dark brothers back in. It was light, it was light skinned Ricky when I was growing up. So I started looking at complexion. I just start I start looking at attitude, women who had who could cause who could bring peace to the table, right? And 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 at the, right. and at the same time. We had to start looking outside of the scope, and you, you black women, are gonna be mad, but we, we don't just date y'all now. We got Latinos on the table, Filipinos on the table, Becky with the good hairs on the table. We got everybody. What's on it? The oh, table. Ah, 
Everybody's on the table. You said Becky with the good hair. Oh, Becky with the good hair. Really, no, but what I'm she saying more, is. She got more booty talk, than you. Because we was talking about Jada Ball hair. You got a BBL. We not going to do that. Because black women have gorgeous hair if it's taken care of the right way. Some of these women oh, just not taking care of their hair. Absolutely. But I, I feel you, though. And I, I don't judge anybody that chooses to date outside, their, outside their race. I date outside my race. My race, race. Human race. I'm, but, I'm, dating, I'm dating in my race. The human no, no, no. But what, what I'm saying is a lot of men <laughs> do get a bad rep for dating outside yeah. their race. But I think part of the issue is it's like some mm. men will say, well, y'all black women ain't this. So that's why I'm dating them. Like, that's not what it is. You know what it is. Date. All, all women like black men. That's what black women don't understand. Chinese women like black men. White women that's like true. black men. Everybody likes a black and, man. And so we have our choice. Like Tall, dark, and handsome is an international concept of male masculinity. Everyone likes black men. So we okay. we have choose and refuse. I live in Canada. Y'all in Memphis. I'm living in a place where there's a, it's it's not a it's not a melting pot. It's a mosaic. We've got mm. we've got mixes of all kinds of stuff over here, baby. We got exotic peacocks. But I ain't nothing women. more beautiful than a black woman, okay? Because all these women be trying to be like black women by getting tan and they getting their asses and titties done. And well, titties are normally associated some of them, with white. And women. some of them just have it. You you go. Some you ever of them see do, a Swedish or a Russian. Swedish or Russian rolls and braids and all that type of shit. But I'm not gonna shit on anybody because I believe you. You know, love is love. It don't matter how it comes. And fine, as long fine. as you're not, I don't have a color. Well, yeah, that's I what I'm saying. As, as long as you don't do it for me, as long as it's not from the sense of I would never date a black woman because this. Just date who you want to date. No, you ain't got no. to tell me why you, you don't want to date me. You gotta love your own people. Black right. women fine up here too. Black women are so, fine in Canada and Toronto. It, it, you know, all the NBA players, you know what the NBA players call Toronto? Mm -hmm. They call it Northern Vegas. Mm -hmm. Wow. Because we, up here, you have a Pakistani who, who marries a Jamaican and have mm. children. You have you have a New Zealander who, who marries an African and has children. And so you have this mix of all these incredibly beautiful people, male and female, to the point, boy, you walking down the street, your neck just keeps spinning and spinning around. But the one thing that is consistent, all them women like black men. All right, so moving, well. I didn't get an amen. We're gonna move to Tim and we're gonna move <laughs> to, um, to Dre. How is dating different for you guys after, like, I don't even know so, how to say that. So you always start off like that. <laughs> my whole, my entire twenties, I was married. I got okay. married at twenty. I ended my career at twenty nine. Um, your career, so, your marriage. I call it a career. But it was my marriage. <laughs> I, I, I ended it at twenty nine. Now, when I got back out on the field, it was kind of tough for me because. I believe a man is developed in that space that from that 20 to 30. And I know mm -hmm. it takes a little time depending on if he was raised, had some type of male influence in his life, right? And so I really didn't have that dating experience. So put it like this. By the time I got back out here, I thought I was still 16, 17, 18, 19. I thought the game was still in that day. And mm -hmm. in, in the year I graduated in 2000, 
So I'm thinking like, you know, it's, <laughs> you was in your white tee. <laughs> hmm. I said you was in your white tee, your tall yes. tee, <laughs> and Jabo jeans. <laughs> he like what she say? Can y'all hear me? It froze. Uh, everybody got froze. Can y'all see me now? Okay. Yeah, I, can, I can hear everybody. Everybody's not just... froze to me. Everybody's still moving. Yeah, everybody. Still yeah, well, he probably having some technical difficulties. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. We can see you. He got that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so for, for me, uh, my, my real dating experience started around 29. Mm -hmm. And now my birthday is May 12th. I'll be 40. Um, so I would have to, if you ask me the question, it would be from 30 to 40. Okay. 20, yeah, all, all my 20s, I was married. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so. All right, uh, Dre, mm. how how are things different from you for you versus your 20s? I had a lot of fun, you know what I'm saying, in my, in my, my 20s and whatnot. Shit, my 20s, my 30s, shit, my 40s. <laughs> All right, so have, having fun kind of cost me a little bit, you know what I mean, like relationship-wise, because I had this mentality being truthful when I was younger. And I hope my, my older daughter's mom isn't watching and she is, I apologize again. I had the mentality like, I pay the bills, you got a nice crib, you got, you know what I mean? So I'm gonna do what I wanna do. In the real world, that shit don't work, mm -hmm. let's be honest. So, you know, you end up, you become single. And again, I'm, I'm always big on understanding yourself. You know what I mean? And and, and I, I look at the situations like I know who I am. I know what I bring to the table. So oftentimes I take advantage of that. So you go through the phases of having fun. And then you say, like, I'd rather meet somebody that I can kind of chill out with. You get to the point. I, I can't speak for most other men. I know for me when you get like I played the game long enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I you know, as he said, my career can end now. But now that I'm older and, and I want to chill out and I want to do something different, it's not as easy as I thought it would be. You know what I mean? Um, That's real. I'll pursue, but I'm not going to chase. Okay. I'll, I'll put in effort, but I'm not going to do the work. You know what I mean? Like, I'll maintain, yeah. but I'm not going to constantly have to, you know what I mean, be building. So I look at it like, if you meet a woman, and most times, like if you hear a woman talk about her ex, and if I take in the information and the ex sounds like a real bullshit nigga, let's be real. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm the polar opposite of that. I kind of take the mentality that I definitely, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, the woman should see me in the light, like I'm completely different from that. But then I also had the messed up mentality. Like, if you dealt with that for this long, then you really ought to appreciate a motherfucker like me. And that's true. And I and I, I do want to piggyback off of what you're saying because I have struggled with it because I've had, you know, some negative situations. And I, you know, had to work through them and realize that I contribute to 
Well, a large majority of it because I allowed it for so long. And then meeting, you know, people that are very quality and stuff. Sometimes I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to invest in this because I'm afraid that it's too good to be true because of past situations. So that's what I have been working on is not measuring what somebody's doing currently to what I've had in the past and fearing that it's going to go wrong. I said, I'm going to give my effort and energy where it's reciprocated and then if i no longer feel good about the connection whether it's you know a dating situation or a relationship then i'm going to walk away i'm not going to try to stick and stay and you know um you know tolerate as much as i've tolerated in the past so i have gotten better in that sense so i do understand you know how you can feel frustrated when you deal with women like that i don't know if that you know describes the type of woman you've dealt with, but I know that's something that I've struggled with. So I do have one more question that I do want to ask before we end the night, because I don't like to hold you guys too long. I don't want to make you glad twice. Glad I got up and glad I sat down. Uh, the last question of the night is, what advice would you give? I don't, Y'all know I can't read or write sometimes, but what advice would you give your younger self? Or just like anybody that's in their young 20s, you know, dating and so forth that some advice that you wish you would have had in the dating space. Uh, for me, I would say don't rush into marriage. Um, it's okay to take time and build a friendship first, even in a romantic setting, um, because you really get to see who a person is through time. And as a woman, we tend to rush into relationships. We thinking like after two weeks, this nigga, we planning weddings and our family and shit in two weeks. So I would say take the time to get to know the person. Um, don't try to force anything, uh, but also make sure that you're dealing with somebody that's intentional um, and, you know, don't overanalyze and don't and don't be too emotional. And I say that from a, a female perspective versus just a general one. So, gentlemen, what advice would you give your younger self about dating? Can I go first? Because I just had yeah. a long conversation with, with my nephew about it. Mm-hmm. Bro, don't let looks be the end all be all. The, if you if you want to make a list, hey, please, bro, put that toward the, the, the latter part of your list. Get you somebody that cares about you. You know what I mean? Not not what you bring to the table, not what you can do for them, not you know what I mean. Get get the kind of girl that, hey baby, did you eat today? You know what I mean? Like go for somebody that, that that's sweet, that's attentive, that that has her own thing. Like look for some substance because I had to grow over the years and hindsight and retrospect and look back on women, you know, throughout my dating life and look at the ones that were really valuable versus the ones that were the ones that I put on pedestal. Because I think every man has done that before. You know what I mean? We we place mm -hmm. a woman on a pedestal that we should have. Mm -hmm. So now I'm, I'm like trying to explain to my nephew, like, you got to learn to categorize women. And then you got to learn to see the ones that really have value. My uncle then we had a, a barbecue 20-some-odd years ago. I had a girlfriend at the time. Pretty girl. You know what I'm saying? But... That wasn't what my uncle them liked about it. So we were sitting out. I'm with them old cats playing dominoes. She comes out, asks me, do I need something to drink or something? You know, I'm like, no, nah, baby, I'm good. She asked them, do they need something to drink? She goes on back in the house. 
she closes the door. My uncle Bob is like, boy, you got you something right there. So I'm like, yeah, she is fine the motherfucker, ain't it? No, bro, you know, that's not what I'm talking about. You know, she's nice looking, but let me give you something. Do you see how she looked at you before she went in the house? Pay attention to that look. You always want to make sure you get that look from a woman. So over time, I probably was 20 then. I didn't come across that look again from a woman until I met my older daughter, mama, five, you know, four or five years later. Like, you know what I'm saying? The people that actually care about you. So it's those genuine things like, nephew, pay attention to this type of thing. When you take her out on a date, open the door for her. Let her get in the car. You walk around to your door. See if she the type of woman that'll reach over and open your door for you. That's going to say a lot about that woman right there. There ain't too many women that do that. I only want the ones that do that. Fuck the rest of them. Excuse my language. Yeah. No, I do it. I'm just saying that when I've done it, I've always been like made notice of, damn, ain't nobody ever did this for me before. So mm. I, 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 I highly encourage women to, to do certain things for men and reciprocate their energy because men want to know that they're wanted and they want to be pursued as well. That don't mean you have to chase on either side, but how can a man know that you're into him if you're not doing anything other than being cute or, you know, having these dry ass conversation and dry ass pussy to go with it. So, Oh man, uh, we, don't so, dry, we, we don't want no dry nothing. Yeah, man, keep, keep, keep the dryness dry out. <laughs> All right, so Tim, Odell, either one of y'all could jump in. What advice would you give to your younger self? Well, uh, the advice I would give in, in the whole relationship aspect is to always include my spouse or include the person um, that I'm with when it comes to like uh, business adventures, decision-making, um, even if it ain't, even if it has absolutely nothing to do with her, if it, if it ain't her field, um, if it, if it's not her thing, if she's not connected nowhere, I realized growing uh, and growing up that women just like to be included. And so um, that's the advice I would give my younger self, because I probably would still be married if I had that advice um, when I was younger, because I just did my own thing. And I felt like I was so far advanced and I was like, you don't, you're clueless. So, but women like to be involved, even if it's not their thing. And so that's the advice I would give my younger self and save money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Me <you know>. too. <laughs> All right, Dale. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Tim. You weren't finished. No, no, no. no go ahead. Oh, go okay. ahead. I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna tell him three things. Number one, do not become sexually active prior to being married. It will create a sexual appetite that you'll never be able to fill. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Do not get married before 35 years old. So Do not get married before 35 years old because you don't know yourself. You have not vetted the type of women that actually can be in your life forever. You're just, you're just dating children. 
and you don't have the capacity for the longevity that you need for the future because you're just still searching for who you are. And number three, prenup, prenup, <laughs> prenup. We want prenup. We want prenup. The number one thing that you put in your prenup, the number one thing is if we have children and we divorce, we will separate and these children will be 50-50. We will both have the involvement with these children 50-50. That's the number one thing that you're going to put in your prenup. And the second thing is that all the property that we amass together will be divided 50-50 because when you're getting along, you're going to make good decisions about your exit strategy oh. with the relationship. Oh. So those three things and anybody taking that run with them, because as a young man, as a young black man, the worst thing a black woman ever told me is like, ooh, you dark and sexy. That that set me off in a chain reaction girl is <laughs> still blowing up right so now. Basically, you said you wouldn't cheat. Got it. All right. <laughs> I didn't say all that. <laughs> That's a bad interpretation. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, we all have our ain't shit moments, but it's about the growth. You some Did shit you now. You good shit now. You know, what I'm <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's I mean, I've had my ain't shit moments too that I had to grow from and mature in. So I had sexual, no problem. Sexual with appetite anything. for sexual appetite when you're being pursued as a male, especially as a male, it's hard to say no. And I was an athlete. And everything, it's very difficult to say no. If you don't start that, if you don't open up that Pandora's box at a young age and you maintain that, you you, you deal with that level of self-discipline when you're young, it'll carry you through the rest of your life. But if you open up that when you're young, you're yeah. going to be addicted to that for the rest of your life. It's going to be a it's going to be an Achilles heel to you and it'll mess up your relationships. I see how they, they can can happen. Um, well, you guys. <laughs> We've been on for an hour and 13 minutes, and I'm about to go out. So, to go I really am pretty like, date no, 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 no. You got a date here? No, I don't have a date. I'm actually going to a jam session. I like to go hear live music, and they have this thing every Tuesday night that I go to. So, um, and because I'm a musician, I know most of the people that are there. But I really appreciate you guys coming on, and I love the fact of the age range because we're getting a different perspective because most of the people we have are, are in their younger twenties uh, or uh, haven't been married before or had like long serious committed relationships. So this is like a really great outlook from you guys. I'm thinking about next week, having the younger guys come on and just kind of pick their brains about some of the same topics we discussed today. So one last time, I want you to tell everybody where they can find your social media. So if they want to follow you, they can or if you want to promote your brand one more time, go ahead and do that. We're going to start with Dre, Tim, and then we're going to end with Dale, and then we're going to close out the show. Okay. Uh, I'm Dre, True Financial Services on Instagram. I have Maxwell Hill Investments. I really don't have any personal social media just because I feel like yeah. I'm older, cat. I don't need personal social media, but follow me. Um, mm -hmm. I do post pics here and there, but I give a lot of free financial advice, free real estate advice, free credit advice, and so on on my pages. Okay. All right, Tim. Just go to my website, timdclinton.com, and you'll see all the information there. All right. And Dale. Dale K. Brandon on Facebook, on Instagram, that gorilla training in the minds of men. 
my avatar name is William Tell, but you can put in uh, Reverend Wendell Brereton and you'll get it. And and if you need some merch, oh, oh, if you need some merch, listen, I'm a survivor. I'm like Beyonce. I'm a survivor. <laughs> a survivor. Toxic 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 toxic. Toxic. All right, fellas. All right, fellas. What's that? Where can I buy the book? I'm like literally gonna go on Amazon. Uh, Amazon. Amazon. When you go on Amazon, put in the minds of men, and put Wendell Brereton, B R E R E T O N, and you'll find the book. It'll look like this. There's a, there's a couple other titles, but this one's mine. All righty. It's twenty dollars. Okay. All right. Well, you guys, I once again, thank you guys for watching. If you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, go ahead and do that. If you have not liked our Facebook page, page and do, do that as well. <laughs> I'm stumbling over my words here. But we're also now on Apple Podcasts, and we're also on Spotify as well as Anchor, where you can actually listen to the podcast if you missed some of the topics that we talked about Um on that as well i have pinned my link tree in the comment section so you can access all of those things as well as the playlist that i posted earlier that nobody heard me talk about i do have a bitch let me give you the vibes play it playlist as well as a 70s 80s 90s r&b playlist mix that you guys i think will really enjoy thank you guys for watching it's time for me to go i need some edibles i need some weed in my system. You guys, y'all be blessed. Be Have a great night. Thank you once again. I'm finna go get high and I'm finna go have me a good time. Peace out. Bro, I'm coming to Canada. Come on up. <laughs> Toronto. Toronto.